It's the Backpack Club. It's Backpack Club Podcast. It's fucking Backpack Club Podcast, baby. Welcome to it. <laughs> Welcome to it. <laughs> Cookie Brownie. Suck. He's too soft. Maybe Ron yeah, needs some stats right now. Motivational guy. What's the diagnosis of his injury? Like, dude, I hope he gets burned. I have no idea. Truly, I have that too. Bitcoin, Ethereum, all that shit. Well, the thing is, thank God he's not a cap. What a dumb bitch. Figure it out, dude. Let's leave the mothers out of this. That was a terrible dog. Instagram does the same shit. Dick, dude. Ron didn't get a degree in fucking balls. The best at sucker. Well, if it's any cooler, I'll drink it. Viewer discretion advised. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Backpack Club. Just like, subscribe. Let's Love go. You guys. Uh, welcome back. This is the Backpack Club. I'm JP. Nickname's Gator. How we doing? And it's Big Nate over here. What's up, everybody? Uh, we got a special short and pod tonight, as you can hear. Uh, we're missing a couple members of the club, but they're in spirit. Uh, we're just going to keep you updated on the recent sports action, um, whereas come uh, Wednesday, we'll be back in uh, normal with our regular segments. Uh, I believe what we'll grinds our gears and whatnot, um, mm-hmm. but we'll be back better than ever when uh, those two come back. If, that, if you're not aware, it's KP and good old Parker, but, you know, they're here in spirit. Mm-hmm. But anyways, let's get into the sports talk. Uh, sad day, bro. Sad fucking sad day for Pats Nation. Sad day for New England. Sad day for Boston sports. One of the legends of the game. I'm tired of legend today. Uh, for the New England Patriots, Julian Edelman retired. Mm-hmm. Boys. Foxborough forever, bro. Fox Foxborough fucking forever. No doubt. No doubt fucking about legend. that. Fucking legend. Uh, that video with it. Hard to watch. That oh, it was hard. It was hard. Um, if you didn't see earlier today, Julian Edelman released a video um, on Gillette uh, on the field mm-hmm. um, with uh, the tower in the back. Just reflecting, said his injury of last year kind of uh, wrecked him for next this coming year. And he would, he his would, body's he just said, taking uh, a toll. He said he would go till the wheels fell off and they fell off. Sad day. I will say he was looking fucking dapper as hell. Nice. He's just a good suit. looking man. Great looking He's guy. Nice little man. suit, turtleneck on, star David around his neck. I saw that, Jules, ripping it. I love it. He's just a great guy. I'm going to miss him. I really am. I mean, he played for the whole decade, longer than a decade. Was a years? Patriot the whole time. I mean, he exemplified the Patriot way. You know, he was the ultimate Patriot. He did everything for him. You know, he played D back. He was a hybrid cornerback it's like first year on the team special teams hybrid cornerback played a bunch of defensive plays played do you remember, some that, do you remember that, jets game, that thanksgiving jets game where he played literally special teams defense and offense yeah dude and he like, got like an interception a punt return like he went off that game and that's i think where the squirrel was born he was just he was something. amazing he was something it was everything he was just a full-on patriot with every aspects of the word Patriot, he was. Um, but I also thought like, every Super Bowl they started in, they didn't lose. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the one Eagles Super Bowl, he was hurt. Uh, but I think we should go around and probably say what Julian Edelman meant to, to us, you know, to the Patriots. And to me, I think what I just said, Julian Edelman was the true Patriot. He followed in uh, footsteps, hard footsteps of Wes Welker. But uh, to me, I think Julian Edelman is way oh, better he player. Absolutely surpassed Wes Welker. Welker. Absolutely. And just 
He's gritty as fuck and tough as nails. I fucking love it. Love how he dips every game. But uh, truly going to miss Julian Edelman. You know, sure. Welker missed that catch in that second Super Bowl against the Giants. Uh, that was tough, Steve. Julian <laughs> Edelman made one, made one of the best catches in Super Bowl history. Scooping so that ball. never left New England. You know? Steve, how do you feel about that? It's tough, dude. It's tough. The amount of games I saw that man in, you know. In, oh, sorry. Hit my mic there. Didn't mean to. But, you know, <laughs> I, do the, I do the fireworks over the good old Patriots games. And I'll tell you what. He's a great player. Even better guy. Every time he sees us, he goes, what's up, firework guys? He always acknowledges us, talks to us. Always packing a fucking hammer. Probably Copenhagen wintergreen. Gotta love it. I just That's love sick. it. Yeah, dude, every time. Rolled up in a dope-ass Mercedes, like, every game. I just, <laughs> yeah, I just I gotta love the guy. Say, I got to say, you've probably seen the most uh, Patriots games at this point out of all of us, I'm guessing. No doubt. Probably, yeah. <laughs> That's a lot, a lot of games, dude. A lot of players I've seen. A lot of players I've seen leave. And this one, this one hurts a lot. Number two, hey, how do you Tom, feel about this? Number two to Tom leaving. Yeah, I mean, I can just go right at exactly what I was going to say based off Steve. You know, sucks seeing Tom leave, sucks seeing Jules leave. They were the two hardest working players on the team, you know, working every day, every day in the offseason together. And, you know, that's why the freaking tires fall off. Like he says, you work so hard over that long. I mean, but the one thing I did like he said in the video, he was proud to retire a Patriot. Mm. You know, and uh, he retired a Pat, you know, if he stays retired and doesn't come out like Kronk did or whatever, go to Tampa and rejoin Brady. But if he stays a retired Patriot, I think it's pretty cool. You know, I think that means a lot to him. Obviously, Brady's not going to do it, but. Honestly, I would not like it if he came out of retirement and went and played for the Pats. I mean, sorry, the Bucks, but uh, just because like you can't like send out a video like that and like come back to football. True. He wouldn't, he wouldn't do that though. That's not, that's not the guy Jules is. He's always wanted to retire. That'd be like a Kyrie move. Agree with that. I saw uh, Coley Mick. He tweeted out that uh, Julian Edelman was the best receiver that Belichick drafted. And he was a quarterback. Hands down. <laughs> Hands down. I mean, do you guys think he'll make say, Hall of Fame? I was going to ask you guys that. He did and play 12 seasons. I say no. You say no? You want me to list some stats for you real quick? Why can't you list some playoff stats for me too, though? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I agree with that. But I can show you some playoff stats that are also comparable to this person I'm going to mention. Uh, the great Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward was a baller for the Steelers. I fucking hate the Steelers, obviously. But Heinz Ward hasn't made the Hall of Fame for the last five years. He's been eligible. Heinz Ward catches 1,000, Julian 620. Heinz Ward yards 12,000, Julian Edelman 7,000. These are slightly rounded up. Touchdowns, Heinz Ward 85, Julian 36. They both won a Super Bowl MVP, and Heinz Ward has four Pro Bowls, and Julian has zero. However, with all that being said, you know, Edelman's a true Patriot. You know, he was a Patriot way. The Pats aren't looking to freaking pad stats. Uh, the Pats ran the ball a lot. They threw the RBs a lot. Plus, you know, he also played with Gronk, who was getting a lot of targets too. So Jules was always the number one wide receiver, but, I mean, he wasn't always slated to go off. I mean, anyone who had a Pats player on fantasy knew that every week it was going to be someone different. But I think, I mean, you know, stats show a lot, but they don't show everything. 
exactly. as Steve was alluding to with, uh, I mean, just so many plays where he was involved in, in the clutch moments. I mean, easily one of the greatest catches of all time against the Falcons in the Super Bowl. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. <laughs> that fucking catch. How do you just catch so the ball to the ground. above the ground like that? I caught it. I caught it. But I, caught it. I mean, that, that just that, that if that catch just exemplified Edelman to a T, just gritty as hell and not going to give up. But uh, yeah, I think when you, like I said, just doesn't show, stats don't show everything, and people will definitely know that. Julian Edelman had the edge over Heinz Ward in the clutch moments. So, so uh, their playoff stats compared. I agree with you, JP. I think obviously he's going to be a Patriots Hall of Famer. Um, but uh, Heinz Ward played 18 playoff <coughs> games, which I didn't realize. He had 88 catches for just under 1,200 yards and 10 touchdowns. Julian Edelman played 19 playoff games with 118 catches and 1,440 yards and five touchdowns. So they averaged just around the same yards per catch and yards per target. But Heinz Ward was just a little bit higher. How many seasons did Heinz Ward I think he played 12 or 13. I was looking up his stats. Well, same thing as 1998. He played 13, and Edelman played 12. (laughs) Okay. But still, some of those stats were uh, kind of a blowout, the yards. Yeah, I know. Well, that, that those stats were provided by Warren Sharp. Give him a follow on Twitter. But uh, yeah, obviously we love Jules. Jules is great. You know, he's one of my favorite sure. pads. Sure, for Parker sure. loves Jules. Even even Cole had something to say that Edelman was a the man. Yeah, Cole's sad about it for coming from. I think I believe Cole's a Chargers fan. If I'm not he mistaken. is, but I think uh, Edelman's Chargers. from the West Coast, so you know he's he was following him in high school. West Coast. He guy. was. He yeah. was. Goals following him and his quarterback. <laughs> followed him all the way to Kent State. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it was Masters this weekend. One of the golf's the the best major in golf, to put it that mm-hmm. way. Uh, on the greenness of grasses. Um, but the winner, Hideki Matsuyama, the first of Japanese descent to win it. Um Win it this and was ran, a, away, ran away with it. Oh, he did. He um, even though he only won by one. <laughs> I think he just, shot it. You just knew, like the whole day Sunday, he was winning. I, I know. think he. I think he golfed a sixty-five on Saturday uh, to take the lead. He was four up going into Sunday. Um, Xander Schauffele made it interesting at the end. Um, put one in, into the water on sixteen, par three. Uh, but Will Zalatoris, uh, rookie. First time at the Masters, made an absolute push. Um, he lost by one stroke, but just because of a bogey on 18 from Matsuyama. But um, he didn't just, bogey once, right? Who Matsuyama? Yeah, I think he did. I because uh, he bogeyed on uh, 15. He bogeyed 18 too. too. He, he bogeyed. I, well, he didn't bogey anything leading up to Sunday. 15. He put. Uh, oh, that's a good one. I don't know if he did or not. To be honest with you. Did. I think he powered and eagled everything. It's insane. But um, he definitely deserves it. He's only 29 years old. Uh, like a lot of people are saying, this is not just, uh, you know, a winner for a first-time major winner, but he's winning it for, like, a whole whole continent, a whole country. Mm. Um, just pretty impressive to see. It was uh, awesome to see. It's hard that he doesn't speak English, 
that's what all I got to say about that. I mean, because I really like to listen to the post <laughs> post match uh, speeches stuff like that. Like DJ's made me cry last year because you know DJ's bit. Well, DJ was just a baller, and it's about time he won. Um, but uh, yeah, you got anything to say? Just to uh, reflect on my wagers, uh, I picked Cam Smith going into it, and he finished in tenth place, minus three. So mm. seven shots back. He made a run on day two. He had an eagle and was in two shots of Justin Rose. And then he proceeded to bogey and double bogey the next two holes. So he kind of fucked himself from there and lost all momentum. But course played hard. You know, it was fun to watch some of these uh, golfers struggle. A lot harder than uh, November, which was nice to see. Wow. I mean, no one was shooting 20 under. That's for sure. It's facts. Um, but let's get into uh, the Celtics. Celtics showing some life. Tatum dropping 53 Friday. Uh, went against the Nuggets last night. Um, top team in the West. Looking good right now. Three-game run right now. Won five of their last six, too. Yeah. Um, but I think they're still in that, uh, that play-in bracket uh, position for the playoffs, which is unfortunate. Yeah, maybe so they can get that six by like by like one game. Right now. <laughs> they maybe can get into that. I hope they do because that playing bracket, you never know. What's oh, I forgot happen. it was a shortened season too. How many games yeah. are they playing? 72? 72, yeah. yeah. Plus the play-in games of the what the seven through ten seeds. Um, so stupid. Whatever. They can they can handle a playing game against the Bulls. Who knows? Actually, the Bulls got boost though. So could be mm-hmm. a tougher game than our series. And, and, and Zach Levine's hot right now, too. Yeah. He, did you see his dunk? Yeah. Dude, the dunks yesterday. He, dude, Miles Bridges. Crazy, dude. <laughs> Miles Bridges. Dude, Miles Bridges has been doing that since he was, he was a junior in high school. Just oh, dunking dude, on all the, of them. The amount of dunks yesterday were unbelievable. Every time I'd scroll through Instagram, it'd be another one. <laughs> I feel like, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, he's from, uh, St. Louis too, because I feel like him and uh, Tatum have the same tat. Freaking uh, the Washington or no? Which one are you oh, talking about? Jesus Christ, I can't think of his name. Miles Bridges. You see that on his back? Oh, like the weird, like the letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he got that in like college, and they're just like huge letters. I don't know if they say the same thing, but no Dude, worries. Uh two other basketball notes that I'd written down besides just like NBA shit. <laughs> Matt McClung looking to go to the NBA. JP, you see that? He's also entering the transfer portal, which seems so, confident. So, <laughs> I'm still going to th- tell you, ask you something like this. What there's all these college, ba- college basketball players thinking that they're free agents now and they could just like enter, enter the transfer portal and just all of a sudden go to a new team. It's like you guys, like some of you aren't that good. And it's like, well, as soon as the NCA steps in, it's all going to – because now they have that rule where if you transfer, you don't have to sit out a year. Right. So I, I don't and now mind you it. can enter the draft and come back <laughs> if you don't get an agent. But, I don't – yeah, they've had that rule for, I think, like three years now. But uh, I don't mind the transferring rule just because it lets other teams who can't recruit as well maybe have a good shot at getting someone in the transfer Xavier portal. does it. Like Xavier, yeah, they live off that shit. Got the Iowa, Iowa transfer. But uh, oh, and then my second basketball note: 
just a shout out. <laughs> one of uh, Jaffrey Ringe's finest former Conan student, Eva Hodgson, is transferring to UNC. I thought that hey, was pretty cool. That. You know, cool. represent Conan. So I do think that t- that Tar Heel blue looks sick. It's not it does to look wear sick. that a as color. a jersey. It's nice a color. She's going to get to play in some sick gymnasiums. That'll be yeah. fun to watch. I honestly thought when I first saw the post that it was just like, she was just like literally transferring out of basketball and just going there for academics. I didn't know <laughs> play basketball there. JP didn't click on the picture behind it that had a picture. <laughs> I did not. I did not. All I saw was I'm committing to uh, University of Chapel Hill, North Carolina. That's funny. That was funny. Um, let's get into some hockey news. Big news coming out of the uh, Bruins corner of the trade deadline today. Let me uh, bring up the players that we uh, actually got. Um, we got Mike Riley from Ottawa. We got Curtis Lazar and Taylor Hall from the Sabres for a second-round draft pick. Bob Lazar. Literally for nothing. <laughs> but um, these are moves that are the Bruins are looking to push them over the edge for uh, come Stanley Cup time. But to me, I like it. I – I don't like Taylor Hall. I've never liked Taylor Hall. Every team he's gone to, he's been an absolute cancer. I saw now, that I know uh, people... so, uh, Reese Williams came back at you at, at, on Twitter today. I was about to go at him, but I'm like, come on, goes, Reece. Even, even though yeah. even Bruh. you watch more hockey than I do, and you still don't know why that's the case. Like, uh, he goes on every all these teams, and he ends up getting traded, and he's supposed to be a premier player of the league. But uh, he's known for being a douchebag in the locker room. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I know people were saying that no way Bruce Cassidy or Bergie will let him or Marshan let let him do that in this locker room, which, you know, has been the case. Could I don't be know true. why, but Boston sports true. is always like that, I feel like. Well, I, I mean, know. these guys have been on the team for fucking years, so true. <laughs> they run also the locker true. room. It'd be nice to and, get him. Hopefully he does well. I mean, after last night's game, fucking I'll take anyone. Yeah, that but was ugly. Good news, though, is – He's playing tomorrow night against Buffalo. Yeah, oh, that's so, lit. That's gonna be sweet. Should lit. be fucking awesome to watch. The, um, but Bruins, time to make a Stanley Cup run and let's fucking win this thing, yeah. baby. Well, they need to make the playoffs first. They got 17 games left, and they're four points ahead of New York Rangers and Philly, and they're in fourth. So they gotta so gotta keep some cold. pace. I know they're so hot and cold. They, well, they win. They win against Washington. Big win. And then they fucking get fucking blown out by them, and they're on or off with the Flyers. I mean, we gotta beat the Flyers. Well, I so, can't stand the Flyers. I know. I fucking hate the Flyers. We play uh, Tuesday against Buffalo, and then Thursday and Friday we play the Islanders back to back. All the Islanders. That's mm-hmm. gonna be a tough Those game. Gonna be tough games. Yep. Uh, well, actually, you know, fuck. I can't remember if it was the Islanders. Or it, the is, Rangers. it is. It is. And we're also playing with yep. backup uh, goalies, so. Until yeah, Tuka, we are. Uh, gets his hurt pussy checked out. I don't know what he's doing right now. To be honest, I know his legs hurt and he was limping the last game. He, they rushed him back. <laughs> but they got that new guy. It was like Vazla. Something like that. Vladar. He yeah. played last year in the playoffs and he got lit up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Halak, I'm riding Halak till I die because I still think he's uh, good. You want to give a shout out to UMass? Of course. Got to shout out Boston Sports because Boston just keeps winning, apparently, with uh, UMass Hockey. Hell yeah. Shout out D. Druin. Yeah, shout out D. Druin. Uh, UMass, UMass wins alum. it 
Uh, they beat uh, Minnesota Duluth in the final four. And then they in OT, great game. That was an awesome game to watch. Uh, then they play St. Cloud State, um, which is also a school in Minnesota. And I believe they beat them um, handedly. I, I believe it was at four zip. Yeah, I know pa- uh, Parker cashed in big on UMass winning. You Matt, yeah, that. Parker did. Uh, <laughs> he cashed big on the uh, OT winner. Um, but, yeah, hey, shout out UMass. That's uh, huge for the Hockey East, especially being the only uh, New England team in the uh, Frozen Four and going against all three Minnesota teams. So, uh, yeah, just a win for Boston Hockey. But uh, moving on, Nate, you want to – get into some uh, Champs League conversation? Sure, dude. Don't have uh, my man Parker here tonight, but I'll try to keep a little update uh, nice and quick for y'all. But we're in the quarterfinals, quarterfinals of the Champions League. We got Bayern Munich and PSG and Chelsea and Sevilla playing tomorrow, Tuesday. Uh, Bayern Munich's down on away goals, but they got a chance. They handled, handled PSG in the first game, but lost. Uh, they had 31 shots compared to PSG's six, 15 corners compared to one, and controlled 65% of possession. Eight. They also uh, – PSG didn't get called for a handball at the end of the last game, which fucked a three-day parlay I had that was on day two. So really screwed me over there. But besides that, I think Bayern's going to play pretty well and uh, maybe get the win there. Chelsea should be able to wrap it up against Sevilla. And then the other two games on Wednesday are Man City and Bor Dortmund and Real Madrid and Liverpool. Real Madrid's currently up 3-1, so they're probably going to win. Man City's disgusting, and they're up 2-1. So unless Holland on uh, Dortmund plays well, uh, they're pretty much fucked. And then in the Europa League on Thursday, they're also in the quarterfinals. <laughs> Man United's playing Granada. Um, they're currently up 2-0. Uh, Roma is playing Ajax. They're up 2-1. Arsenal and Slavia Prague are tied 1-1. And Villarreal is up 1-0 on Dynamo Zagreb. So I think Man United, Roma, Arsenal, and Villarreal are going to move on. Um, the Slavia Prague team, Parker would be pissed if I didn't at least mention this. They fuck us over every time. They don't play in like any competitions besides Europa League for whatever this year. But, I mean, they just keep hanging in. Um, not sure what they're going to, if they're going to be able to get it done against Arsenal, but Arsenal, I'm assuming are going to be able to get it because they're they away. Suck. But other than that, uh, last thing about soccer, man, United's an absolute fucking wagon. Um, since the last time we talked soccer, uh, which was their win against man city, they have five wins, one draw and one loss. Their loss being the Leicester city in the FA cup and their draw being against AC Milan in the Europa League. So they've only played one game in the Premier League, or actually two games in the Premier League since then. But they are a wagon. They're not losing. Uh, they look dominant versus Tottenham, even though they go down one nothing because of Cavani. Goal didn't count because of offsides. They end up winning 3-1. to one. Um, And then after the game, there was a legendary picture of one of the players on Man U, Luke Shaw and Jose Mourinho going for a handshake. Jose Mourinho was the former head coach of Man United who had called out Luke Shaw plenty of times for being a shitty soccer player. 
and he's about to go shake his hand and the opposing coach is wicked pissed. And all of a sudden the coach for man United, Ole Solskjaer comes out of nowhere and gives him a high five and starts hugging him right in front of the manager. And it's pretty funny. So he ends up doing the same in front of like Pogba. Um, but yeah, Mourinho's a shitty coach, but whatever. Man United's a wagon. That's all I got. I like it. Uh, Steve, give me a wheel right now. You want a wheel, dude? Yeah. Do the three of us, baby. All right, let's oh, do wait, um, sign we, this. No, we all have our own. And then if JP gets KP, he drinks. If Steve gets the club, he drinks. If I get Parker, I'll drink. I like that. I like that. Nate, this is why we keep you around because you're fucking yeah. smart as a whip. on his toes. Hell yeah. All <laughs> right. Toes. Wheel of Mayhem coming at you. Oh, it's me. I uh, just don't <laughs> no need. Doesn't even matter. It's Nate. But um, baseball, love how it's back. Sox are um, hot, baby. I, I hate to say it, but the Sox are looking good right now. JD First in the East. JD <laughs> Martinez looks like he's back to normal. Dude, he's fucking seeing the ball well right now. Rank that soldier boy over there. Three ding-dongs the other day. Devers uh, had two in that game too. Devers looking good. I mean, don't don't rush to it's conclusions. It's super yet. early. No, don't I know. It was also games. against Baltimore. It was games. away, but it was also against Baltimore. I uh, I think I think Baltimore finished. Yeah, yeah, they'll probably but, finish last. You're right. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, the only thing I was gonna say that looks good with the Red Sox, besides their fucking hitting right now. Is uh Perez and Erod both look good in their first starts back, and then freaking Garrett Whitlock and the guy we got from the KBO like Saw Walmora, they're both looking pretty nice out of the pen. But my dude, the right hand sale, fucking Tanner Houck, he's freaking been put down to uh, the minors. Why is everyone calling him that? The right-handed sale. He's not. Dude, have you watched sale. him? I I know I know what people. Are, I, <laughs> he I looks exactly he looks like him, bro. Uh, and he freaking goes for punch he's outs. Sick. He strikes people out. He had seven Ks in his start, and then he gets sent down for whatever reason because he gives up a couple runs coming out of the bullpen one game. But fucking Chavis, he's also in the minors right now after being called up for JD. No one's talking about him now. What happened to him? I know, dude. <laughs> Bobby Dahlback. Bobby oh, Dahlback. Playing time. time too, but no update on sale. They're supposed to release a report this week, I guess, just uh, updating his progress a little bit. But he's throwing, but he hasn't been on the mound at all yet. So you think he'll be the same? Things gonna return. To I don't know, dude. Chris I hope form. so. Hopefully, dude. Love I hope Chris so. Sale. Love the cycle Anyways, path. I'll give you a Yankees update. Yankees look like shit against <laughs> the Rays. Uh, lost Friday, ten to five. Saturday was like the worst offensive performance ever I've ever seen. I uh, lost four nothing. Um, and then yesterday we finally get a dub uh, in extras one eight four. Our new pickup Rufnin, Rufnin, <laughs> Rufnin Odor. Uh, he does. By the way, he doesn't have a beard because you know the Yankees don't allow beards. Uh, I don't know if you remember his picture, but he had a bit of a fat beard. Um, but yeah, Yankees don't look great. I uh, currently have uh, an $86 bet for them to win tonight. They are down one nothing in the top of the fifth. <laughs> um, baseball, 
very hard to bet on. Like very hard to bet on. Just because anything could happen any night. Not easy. Remember when we thought the Cubs were going to win the other day against the Pirates? <laughs> oh, and other baseball news. Uh, Padres pitch, pitcher throws a no-hitter, first time in San Diego's uh, history. Saw Watched that. that live, too. Uh, he's also San Diego-born. I forget what his name is. It's I forget, too, but bad. Don Orsillo had Don a really good call. Do you guys miss call. him? You yeah, guys gotta miss, miss Don Orsillo. I think he's way better than what you guys have now. Totally He was agree. the man. I love Don Orsillo. I don't mind Don Eckersley, but, like, I can't. Put up with them sometimes. What do you guys think about Remy, dude? That guy is getting old, man. I know. Or Silo's a goat. Remy's got to die. Looking, he's looking like he's going to die up there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, baseball, we'll see what goes on. I can't wait for the Yankee Sox series. I'm pretty sure that's coming up. Um, oh, no. I'm wrong. I don't think it's not the, yet. Until next month. Uh, the Red Sox got the twins this week and then the white Sox this weekend at home mm-hmm. yeah we got blue jays and then we're then we're back to the rays on i was Friday. gonna say i thought you guys were playing the rays or some shit um but um we got some ufc fight news yeah dude so uh i don't know if you guys saw last week mcgregor posted a video of him uh predicting the trilogy fight against dustin poirier with a lead front kick to the face round four so Dustin claps back at him and goes, that's a fun prediction than at the notorious uh, MMA. You also predicted a donation to my foundation and you and your team stopped responding after the fight in January. See you soon, July 10th, paid in full. McGregor goes on to say, a donation, not a debt. We've been waiting, we've been waiting the plans for the money that never came. I do with all my donations, know where it's going dot for dot. Otherwise it goes walking. As in this case with a lot of these foundations, sadly, you took the McGregor over the belt. Shows I was right. Diamond claps back. Goes 100%. Never a doubt. Uh, debt you offer, we accept. And like I said, your team never responded to our emails regarding the process of where funds would be put to the work. July 10th, you will taste defeat yet again. McGregor then claps back again and goes, "You're ripped, you inbred hillbilly. You do." Th- this is where a little translation. You do wink with your ears, McGregor goes on to say. You fucking brain-dead hillbilly, 500K with no uh, plan in place. Ye hang tight, whatever that means. <laughs> Fool. Um, you must be new to money. The fight is off, by the way. You want to fight someone else on the 10th. Good luck in your old contract, kid. And Boy. so far, uh, then he claps back again. D- uh, Dustin Poirier claps back saying okay with McGregor passed out after the uh, fight <laughs> round two <laughs> so that was kind of funny but I mean I don't know I don't know if it's to fucking hype up this fight even more to kind of because last fight you know there were little best buddies and stuff you know I'll donate to you you donate to me I'll get you proper 12 if you give me some of your uh, hot sauce he, he should have said uh, I'm gonna hurt you like me fodder <laughs> but you know I don't know if it's to hype up the fight for July, hopefully it is. I mean, I want to see the trilogy fight. I'd love to see it. Uh, I hope Connor doesn't go and fight someone else. I hate when he does this shit. It's fucking annoying. It's like just fight, bro. Train and fight. That's your job. But that's it for Steve. I think maybe by ye, you mean like yay? Oh, like I feel like Irish guys are all like yay. No, it's literally like yay. Ye, it's literally ye hang tight, fool. I I don't I don't know. I don't know what Connor's trying to say. <laughs> And you're ripped, you inbred hillbilly. I don't. I, don't. I didn't realize Dustin Poirier was a uh, hillbilly. 
But uh, that is pretty bad, though, about the foundation thing, because I remember watching that video of, like, McGregor saying, hey, we'll reach out to him and stuff like that. That's yeah, so I, I mean, part. I don't know. I mean, it's 500K. I mean, the dude's always flashing million-dollar watches and shit. Like, if it's – I don't know. 500K, don't know. though, is still a lot of money. It is a lot. But, I mean, McGregor makes out on a red panties night easily, you know? True. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to talk about gambling a little bit. Um, sadly, Parker's lock of the week does not hit currently now. Sits at four and one on lock picks. Uh, as Florida loses, they get they got blown out yeah. actually. Well, they gave up two goals four in the one. first two minutes, which was yeah, tough. that's pretty bad. Uh, they end up losing four one, I believe. Um, yeah, it's just you hate to see that. I hate, I hate to, to see, see that. It. He should have said UMass was his lock. To win, right? Obviously, they won. <laughs> True. Um, but we'll wait to hear on Wednesday what his uh new lock of the week is. So stay tuned. I'm excited for it. Now you got any uh <laughs> wage weekly wagers for us? I don't have anything for the weekend yet, but last weekend I hit an NHL puck line parlay, an NBA parlay, and a Syria parlay, which slightly kept me in the greens. Hell yeah, dude. It was a, it was a nice say, weekend. Not say I'm in the green. I was not in the green. I was not in the green by much. I'll just put that <laughs> I was negative, negative red. Negative red is what I was. I um, uh, it would have been nice if Florida won that. Honestly, no offense to the Perketh of the Nips. I was contemplating betting Dallas, you know. Someone goes 4-0. But True, true. I still rode Parker. Rode the hot hand. I probably it was probably the a hot hand. by me. I rode the hot hand. I probably fucked. Fuck, fuck Nate. Like, what the fuck, the fuck Nate? Nate? Dude, the fuck. You shitting me? Can't wait to tell probably Parker me. that. <laughs> tell Parker that. Uh, You'll hear it. And yourself. Anyways, you're, you're grounded from gambling for a week. <laughs> Damn. That man. would actually help him though. That's like every week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in mass. <laughs> Uh, I do I do have this parlay going on, though, for tonight's uh, MLB games. I got Miami winning on the road against Atlanta. I have uh, the Chicago Cubs winning on the road today at the Brewers. St. Louis is at home. Um, and then Cincinnati Reds, baby. Um, 10 to win 154. Let's see what happens. And then I have a Yankees bet, which, by the way, Kyle Higashioka just hit a two-run shot. So now they're up to one. Suck one. Here we go. But uh, yeah, those are my. Uh, if uh, if anyone's feeling ballsy and they listen to this podcast before noon on Tuesday tomorrow, feel free to dabble on the English Championship League. OK, I got <laughs> I got Bournemouth, Swansea and Queen Parks Ranger money lined three dollars to win. Forty three. Let's go. Get your bets in. I like it. All right. Oh, yeah. That pretty much concludes the sports talk. But uh. Again, Wednesday we'll be back and better than ever with a full squad, full, full club. Form. Probably no uh, sports. We got we'll, it all out tonight. We'll have an extra special, extra long episode for you with our special segments. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll catch you Wednesday. Peace out. Love you guys. Well, one thing that is hot, I think a lot of people are watching dedicated listeners. It's just going to get better down the road. This was another episode of the Backpack Club Podcast. Make sure you drop that like, drop that subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Make sure you follow us on Spotify. We're on Apple Music, all the above platforms, baby. Let's get it going.